Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever the fuck you decide to listen to this thing, Billy DeVore. And sitting across me, as always, is... What is up, baby? It's Lee Michael Kimbrell, chilling in a park. In- we'll talk more about it. Yeah, yeah, we're in a park! But first off, Nasty Boys and girls across the whole wide world, how the hell are you? They're pretty good. They're really good. Oh, that was for another game. Yeah, so I have three alarms. I have three. I get two live notifications. It's the Rangers, the Yankees, and then I get a game end for the Reds. Okay. So it is currently 11 uh, 24. 11 24, late night edition. Late night edition. We are. It is, it is Wednesday, Tuesday evening, going into Wednesday morning. We're in Five Points Park. We just finished. Doing uh, doing the uh, Five Points Park Comedy Showcase. Doing a, dick, uh, doing a goddamn comedy show out here in the wild. It was great. And we're still out here. We're, we are in the wild. We're sitting at a picnic table. They've all been painted. I've uh, got your six. You've got my six. Six. My back. Oh, I've got it, baby. Yeah, for sure. I'm I've got your down. back. We're also positioned, you know, in an alley. Yes. In it, Do I sound a little weird? A little fuzzy, maybe. Maybe. There's a little fuzz. There's a little bit of fuzz. I have another microphone in here. I'm going to swap it out. To see if that helps really quick. Giving an old swap, man. A little behind the scenes. This is what happens or, when you're out here in the wild. Yeah. That buzz is still there. I'm also going to swap out a cord super quick. I'm digging through a 2020 census bag. Very nice. Your voice itself doesn't sound bad. I think the uh, buzz might just be from the fact that we're like outside. But he brought up the time it is tuesday night at 11:30 which means in the bottom of the 10th inning the reds are up 2-1 with a runner on first and second and two outs and a 1-0 count and who is on the mound count on ag amir garrett number 50 up there for a chance to earn some stripes that's right that sounds much better that sounds world's better and uh heath hembry you know i mean with that with that uh Extra innings rule, guy just starts off on second base. Hembry went out there looking good, struck out the first two guys at the inning, gave up a little bloop, nicked the stick, got a little too hot and heavy, and uh, overcharged it. Guy on second, then Heath just walked a guy, and here we are. Here we are. Heath, after 32 pitches, I figured it out. The zoom was too close to the phone. Oh, that makes sense. Because then it's radiating, then that's radiating, so. Buzzing all that. Buzz, buzz, Boom. good. Ninety-seven at the knee, so that's super nice. And you know what? It's nice to watch this Reds. These were this Reds team go in last night to Milwaukee and just show them their dick. Yeah, baby. And then now come back in and hopefully show them their dick again. Yeah, a whole different kind of dick showing. Oh, there we go. Look at that text. That points well. That's a very good one. So we get the text thread, and oh, there it is. Go. And love to see it. There we go. Ball game. Sit down. Sit down. Shut. Shut up. Amir Garrett is barking and let him bark, baby. Let him bark. He's earned it. Yeah, he got a save, man. 
Holy shit, dude. So the Reds are uh, on fucking fire, uh, baby. I didn't ever think I would say that again with this team and how things have been shaping up with the beginning of the year and the, like, you know, well, not the beginning of the year, but, you know, the last month. If you would have told me that this Reds team going into this would be like, into this stretch, I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, they'll turn around and be 12, 12 and 3. They'll, they'll, they'll figure it out. 12 and 3 be the hottest team in the entire league. I would have said you were fucking wrong. You're unbelievably wrong, and you're insane. You're fucking crazy. I mean, so what? Are we three games over now? Are we 34 and 31? Yeah. Three games out of first place? Now let's look at these standings again real quick for... Holy shit. Good measure. Sweep the cards. Sweep the Brewers. <laughs> God, I wish we were playing the Cubbies instead of the Padres I do, Oh, I do too. The hottest team in baseball. No shit. Besides, well, besides us? Besides Bay us. Day. 34 and 31. Wow. One game, a, a just a game above the Cardinals. Oh, that feels good. And a shit to talk about, and a lot of shit that to be excited about. Stuff that a ton. I mean, the fact that Vlad Gutierrez coming in and being three and one and fully dominant. It is not a yep. coincidence that we have now won what? What is it? Twelve out of fifteen. Yeah. Twelve out of fifteen is a hot ass fucking run, man. 12 and 3, we got Vlad, we've got Joey coming back, absolutely raking, and we've got some numbers that we'll like throw out there later on. Yes, we I do. Mean, Joey's raking. Moose started back in Louisville right now. Uh, Hunter Green got called up to AAA. Huge. The Reds are fucking playing, baby. Now, they're playing. Do you think that there's a place where we could talk about this in a live format somewhere, maybe? You gotta figure there is, man. There has to Asi be. Aside from this podcast. There, there probably is. Because you and I are live right now, but uh, if you want to hear like a true live experience. You gotta go to Locker Room. It's a live audio only sports platform. Uh, free to download and to use. Uh, start or join ongoing conversations. Watch games together. React to the biggest news, rumors, and games. Talk with other sports fans, insiders, athletes, and executives in real time. All you need to do is download the Rock Locker Room app free in the iOS app store. Create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the Sports Drink Group. Um, you know, follow us at the new Nasty Boys. Be notified when our room goes live. We'll be going live on Locker Room sometime at some day. There you go. There it is. That's There's what, the there fucking it is. read, baby. We did Locker the read. Room. So now let's get into you know the part. That what? was a lot of that was a lot of Reds throw up up top. Up top because we're so excited and we literally we just saw us win our fifth game in a row. Huge. Now my phone is just yeah, <laughs> ton of buzzes, man. It's great. God. Damn it, that is exciting. Mm. Mm-hmm. So we can talk about that, but also we just did a fun show at a park. We did a really fun show at a park. Um, it's 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 always been great. You can you can hear you that can hear car. that ambient noise, man. It's this feels like we're on NPR right now. Yeah, this is a little white noise, like uh, yeah, a little aesthetic for your ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let you know that we're really in a fucking alley. What is it? ASMR. You can just lower your voice a little bit. And then just kind of talk like this. Maybe eat a sandwich. Just kind of. Lower your voice. And Damn, then, I'm not good at whispering. And then, like, really get in there, and then he's just. Oh man, there it is. Made it. Made. Are you? You better be eating a sandwich. I'm eating a big fucking sandwich. Yeah, you're eating a sandwich. Damn. I'm coming out of this. I'm Jeez. sorry I brought us into ASMR. <laughs> it's I, too much. I could be really good at it. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. You could probably pop off in ASMR. I think I might have to start like an ASMR, like only fans or 
I'm terribly Okay Now people are gonna be like Really what is Billy saying I'm bummed up Yeah yeah, exactly We are outside <laughs> It's a bad bit to start whispering Yeah it's probably the worst thing We could have done To start this thing up But it was fun man A bunch of comics Good sets um, uh, Yeah no one ate it No one ate a dick And we had a man In a full Lifelike cicada costume Do a set As a cicada and that was impressive. It was impressive. He's going to come to the hub and do it too. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to get some footage because he's doing like a little documentary of being a cicada. It's yeah. funny. The whole bit is like, I haven't been around in 17 years and I'm like completely yeah. out of the times. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It would have been really funny if he came up as a cicada from like, what, 2004? Yeah. It was just like really inappropriate. Just, just like, called everything gay. Gay. Or he's just like, you guys really excited about your game cues? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but it's a good bit. And he's going to do it at the hub too. Good. And the costume is fucking crazy. It's insane. I mean, it's a perfect costume. Yeah. And then when as soon as he got off, that was a great question that I asked him. I was like, what are you going to do after this? Right. You have, there's no, what it was is a plan. You can't, you're going to use it again in 17 years. And he said, I'm going to just use it as a fly. Yeah. Costume. As a fly. And I was like, oh, then you can dress up for Halloween as Jeff Goldblum's The Fly. I love that movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. The Fly is great, man. Some of that shit at the end, he looks grotesque. Disgusting. Yeah. Fucked up. Just like Mark Borison. No, just kidding. It's a no, joke. No, Mark Borison. He's a hero. He's Good a local saint. dude. He's awesome. He's great. He's a jack of all trades. Yeah. He really does it all. It was fun. So he was great. Uh, How I was your weekend besides awesome because of the red legs? It was great. Uh, uh, my wife was out of town. Yeah, so Billy had himself a week. A really nice week. I smoked wings. Yeah. I went to Saturday and Sunday's games, which was fantastic. Dude, I can't believe y'all went to that Sunday game. Mm. That was probably one of the most brutal Reds experiences. That was really something. That heat. Because we were up late. Yes, we were up till 5.30. Yeah, we, yeah. We had a night on the roof. Yeah. We finished a mini keg of Oberon. We smoked cigars. We made fun of Connor. It was great. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. To his face. Don't, don't, we weren't, you know, it's not like, oh, you know, he was right there. We yeah. made fun of him. Connor went to sleep sitting straight up <laughs> on the couch, fully dressed with his shoes on. Shoes on, so which means you could have drawn on him, but we're all adults. But we didn't. Most people there were above 30. This, okay. Actually, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think the only per yeah, there was only two. No, it was just me and you and Ran, and yeah. then Connor, Peyton, and Spencer. They were all it was fifty fifty. Oh shit! Yeah. So they could have drawn on Connor, right? So what do you think? What is the age cutoff for drawing shenanigans? Man, pretty young. Oh really? Pretty young. Okay, what? Okay, you got to give me an age. For me, I don't know. It just depends. Like. I don't know. I say that, but like, if my mood strikes me very right, I could write something wild on someone's face. Exactly. You know, it, I can't. I can't write it off. But right now, sitting in a park late at night, in you know, in a sober state of mind, I can't could imagine I would do it. But I don't know, did, man. Did we miss because the boat? The, the fact that yeah, maybe we did. But the fact that we're taking inebriation into account kind of changes it, because inebriation you could make. If I said eighteen. Sure. Sometimes I'm so drunk that I'm thinking like an 18-year-old. <laughs> exactly. In a lot of ways. You know? Right. You know what I'm saying? That's the whole point of booze. That's exactly it. They're it's like, like to make yourself dumber so that things are easier. Exactly. In a way. Exa it's, it's obviously not the case. But. Right. Like, remember, like, when you were 16, you had to find things to get you... You are... That is... You got... You're good? I think so, yeah. It was yeah, just sounded, it's, we, it kind of sounded like a transformer. Yeah, because you were like holding on to the bottom of it and it was like, did not like that. Well, yeah, I was pushing it in. 
Yeah, I think we're good. Yeah, we're... What the hell? Is it we phone's are, thing again? It could... Uh, could be. How about that? I, what the hell is going on here? Is it a connector? Do I have to swap cords again? It could be that. It could be the microphone. Guys, we're really killing it technology-wise. And I'm just digging back through my 2020 census bag. It doesn't sound terrible right now. No, it doesn't. It's just a slight hummity-dum-dum-dum. But I do have... I have a bevy of cords for this situation. A bevy of cords. A bevy, if you will. Here you go. I've got this right here. Take this part and put that in your ass. All right, let's fill that out. And I'm going to take this part. I'm going to yank it from here. I'm pulling it from that. This is how podcasting goes in the wild, you know? How about that? It's the microphone. So now try this microphone. Oh, we're getting it in. We're perfect. Wow. We did it. There it is. Now we both sound great. Yeah. Eventually wow. in my Mary Poppins census bag. Jesus. We will ha we nailed it. Yeah. Somehow, some way. We gotta put a post-it note on these combinations of <laughs> mic and cord and be like, these are the ones you yeah. use. Well, because normally it is having at the top of the bag, but I just threw everything in to get here to yeah. get the show set up. Yeah. Okay, so when you're sixteen, you have to distract yourself with shenanigans. So you like Go out to a, gol a private golf course and you shit in the hole. You right. pull the flag and then you wipe with the flag and you put it back in. Maybe done, that you've is done that? maybe very specifically. My God, that is a very specific hypothetical prank. Very hypothetical. Maybe we also stole the 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 twenty five foot wooden sign from said country club. Maybe that happened too. Twenty five feet tall. Wide. What did it say? I can't. That's the name of the country club. Okay. It might still be missing. It probably is. After this many years. What hypothetically happened to it? It hypothetically is now in Washington, D.C. No way. Yeah. With who? Allegedly. Allegedly a person that serves in this this in the, in the one of the branches of the military. No way. And has um, access clearance. Like, confidential. Like That's wild. Like, level three. He moved with a gigantic wooden sign? From multiple places, yes. Wow. Pretty impressive. So that's so now, like people say, like, oh, you know, we can get into shenanigans. It's like you just get drunk and you just go to, from place to place. Yeah, those are the shenanigans because you don't want to risk th the law. Yeah, and now you're just like, I just fucking get drunk and feel like I'm doing that. One the time, same type of high you get from maybe getting into a grocery cart and being pushed into a lake at a subdivision when it's ten degrees outside. That's not good. And you're naked. Maybe it's like that. Jesus, man. We really are like the jackass generation, mm. and it's hilarious. 100%. The shit we did, I feel like we've talked about this on the podcast, but one of the funniest pranks we ever did was we stole a canoe out of a guy's <laughs> yard and then walked it like four blocks away from his house. <laughs> so far away from his house and just left it in the middle of a four-way intersection. That's so funny. <laughs> I mean... That's great. And then hid behind a bunch of bushes until people, like, drove up. And these people... If you're driving at, like, 4.30, yeah. you're either hammered drunk or coming to or from a hard job. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you just pull up to a stop sign and you're just faced with an 18-foot canoe. <laughs> you gotta get out. Right. You start pushing it and dragging it, and you hear a bunch of fucking idiots <laughs> snickering. <laughs> Jesus. High-pitched snickering. Dude, that's what I was saying, man. When my car window got bashed out the other day, yeah. a couple weeks ago, karma. It, it was just karma for all the shit I did as a young young boy. 
Probably. Yeah, man. If you if you, you know, buy throw, into that, throw all the pool chairs in the pool. That's okay. That's an easy fix. It's though. Cl- I mean, is it though? Tell that to the lifeguards. <laughs> Sounds like they have work to do. Yeah, they have work to do. Imagine being the groundskeeper and be like, "Hey, Phil, <laughs> someone shit on hole six again." And he's like, "Tell me it's not in the hole." And he's like, <laughs> yeah. "It filled the cup." Yeah, <laughs> it's a you in there. Yeah, yeah. My God, <laughs> savage animals we were as Mo- children. Monsters. Our brains literally just weren't formed. No, and we were we were given we were given just like handheld camera footage on MTV with just people like don't do this at home it's like okay well that means I'm going to do it you did it at your home I did it yeah, at mine so many people everyone and then they just like yeah I'm gonna roll around in mouse traps and it's like that's a great idea how do I take it further dude my brother and all his friends uh, they were all they were studs they won the 10 year old world series like they were very all so good at baseball but they were all just fools this includes Trevor Gott yeah one time they were on a, uh, a baseball trip and they all covered their balls in icy in hot. Icy hot. Yep. All of them. <laughs> all of them. And yeah. it just caused a complete fucking scene, man. My dad almost got suspended from school in high school because they were like, they there was a there was he was playing soccer and this guy was just this guy's like, man, I'm really not feeling great. It's like I'm not playing great. They're like, well, I heard like. One thing that can help you on the field is if you just take icy hot and rub it on your balls. The guy's like, oh, that's a great idea. Did it and then just went into thriving pain. Oh yeah, yeah. And your dad got in trouble for that. Yeah, well, yeah, he's the one who fucking told him to do it. Bill yeah, Divorce but the guy said that's a good idea. Yeah, well, he's an idiot. Yeah, man, he that got, guy has to take the fall for that. He does. I think I, I, well, his balls dead. I've had it. I've wiped it on. Like I've thought. I've been like very careful and put it on my groin. Sure. Oh. And like quad and hammy. But then you go out there and you're playing and it's 90 degrees and it just melts and goes all over the place. Yeah. So I had a real problem one time <laughs> and like the game stopped and my like, I just doused my dick and balls with like oh. ice water from a cooler. Oh. Yeah, man. Real fucking painful shit. Oh my God. Real painful shit. That's brutal. I've never had that. Now, here's the thing with the jackass generation. Do you think that like. In, like, the early 40s, late 30s, there was, like, the bunch of kids that were the Three Stooges generation just going around hitting each other with shovels. Right. Doing the poke in the eyes. That's funny. Probably. For sure. Yeah, definitely there were. Yeah. That's that's so funny to think about, just, like, people doing slapstick. Uh, there's like a repercussion of the Three Stooges and Charlie Chaplin. It's just like people as a bit, just like hitting hitting their friends with a two by four. Oh man, this killed on the silver screen. I bet I could just do it at home. And then that's when kids would get hit. Dude, that was one of the funniest bits. Do you remember the Amanda show with Amanda Bynes? I didn't have cable growing up. Dude, I loved the Amanda show. And she just had a bit where she would just go, her and Drake Bell, who just got into some trouble, what did, what happened? He got arrested in Cleveland for um, something. It, it, you know, it's vague. It's something like putting children in danger. Well, that, that no, happens every day. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a who knows what sure. that could mean. It ain't good, old no. Drake. <laughs> it ain't good, Drake. Did you know that, that? Speaking of Drake Bell, he transitioned and he was like Drake Campanacha and was like a very big. He lived in Mexico, spoke Spanish, tweeted in Spanish. He was like a huge Latin music guy. What? Yeah. And then he got arrested in Cleveland for 
being a creep. Oh, God. But the kid didn't stand a chance, man. He came up in Nickelodeon, and we all know that's run by pedophilic exactly. <laughs> executives. Foot guy. Yeah. Right? The president was a foot guy yeah, with the kids. Really, really weird shit. But uh, the Amanda show, and God love her heart, too, she didn't stand a chance with, what's that fucking guy's name? Something Schneider. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Todd Schneider. Something like that. Yeah, another pedophile. Can't remember. He sucks. But um, <laughs> the Amanda show, she had a bit where all it was was they were like talking in hillbilly accents yeah and amanda would ask drake bell a question and it was the same question every time but with a different thing and be like knock knock who's there i'm gonna hit you in the head with a fish i'm gonna hit you in the head with a fish (laughs) just like she just cracked him in the face with a giant fish or a violin or a water bottle or a honey baked ham or whatever was funny that's all very funny yeah dude uh, that shit I loved the Amanda show. And now she has a face tattoo. I know. And has gone completely crazy. This shit will chew you up, man. The, the child star thing is a real, real issue. Problem issue. And always has been. Yeah. Always has been going back to, like, you know, the black and white films, like what we were just talking about. Right. Some of the earliest ones. Uh, what's her name? Uh, who played Dorothy? Shirley Temple. Oh, no. Well, um, Shirley Temple and then... Uh, Julia, what's her name? Child? Not the not the not the cook. Not the cook. I'm I'm being a fool right now, no. but you know, oh. so many so many young people that just didn't really stand a chance. And right. now it's just like it literally starts when you're an infant. Right. Well, it was out in the open. Yeah. They didn't give a shit. There was no one going to be like, you can't fuck kids. They're like, I'll ruin you, son. Drew Bo- Drew Barrymore was like banging lines of coke at like 14 at Hollywood parties. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's so wild. Do you hear that shit about Brian Singer? No. The Brian Brian Singer, the director of the X Men movies, yeah, right, and Superman Returns, and uh, the Usual Suspects. Any Hoozle. he uh, he would have like four, 13, 12, 13, 14 year old boys. He would be like, uh, "Hey, I think you could be a star. Won't you come to my place or whatever?" And then he just ends up being just a compound of just all of these prepubescent and teenage boys, where they would just have crazy gay sex parties. And he would give them a bunch of drugs and all that stuff. And like, oh, I'll put you in movies. I'll make that. Happen. Yeah, but no. That's wholesome. Very wholesome. And Jesus this, Christ. He was just trying to start his own mutant academy <laughs> by mashing all these dudes up, you know? Fucking crazy. But yeah, no, it's even more prevalent. So it was even more, I mean, just in the open then. Because, so you know, who was going to say shit? I know. Like, will it be to a point if CGI can get good enough that kids can't be actors because it means their yes. parents are two pieces of shit? But then who's voicing those kids? We're not that far away from it. You know, I'd, I'd give a kid voiceover work before I'd give him... Real... Before I'd give him, like, 12-hour days shooting, yeah. press tours, you're famous. You're in a trailer. You gotta stay hot, don't get too big. Yeah. It's... I mean, it's so... You're great, you're great, your movie's great, your movie sucks, you're important... Yeah. Or you're not getting hired. You got to do this. You got to feel bad for the stranger, stranger things kids. It's hard, yeah, man. They're they're typecast forever. Yeah, I they know. are the four, the the force or whatever. They're going to do five seasons of that show, and then the gravy train's over. I used to have a joke about that about child actors, where I was just yeah like, about stranger, <coughs> stranger things, where I was like, you know, I feel bad. One day, you know, they're just like normal kids with a fucked up mouth, and then the next day. <laughs> They're super famous, and everyone knows about their little weird mouth. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's like, oh, you guys know which one I'm talking about, though? Okay, yeah, yeah cool. There were demigorgons, and he had the first worst mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and now, good-looking mouth, and that's it. Morgan was telling me, my lady, about that kid. Um, I'm joking, of course. That kid 
the thing it's like he wasn't born with enough bones right and some of the bones are obviously located in his face yeah but it's wild his singing voice is incredible yes because he you know he's missing some ribs that diaphragm can really get going yeah it makes sense it's pretty cool it's very cool the stranger thing kids i i didn't watch past season two it was very good i like season three yeah it's pretty good I'm excited for season four that so they're going five seasons and they're calling it wow they had a they had a whole story arc and then they're done because you know they're they're gonna get too big and then the the creators can't fuck them anymore jesus <laughs> come on you're setting me right. up for that right you're just you're just you're just leaving that low-hanging fruit which is what never mind swinging and lowing yeah, yeah you don't you don't need to say it i don't you you get it we've been here long enough you understand we're in a park <laughs> a barren dark empty park where anyone could come up at any point and steal all this equipment and this hot gold we're coming up with. There you go. At least we're both wearing headphones and can't hear our surroundings. Perfect. But I got your six. And I got yours. There we go. We're coming down there. It's very fun. There's like lights strung up and everything. It's quite pretty. You should come sometime, you know? The, the, the listener. You oh. should come. Here. You should come here to this park right now. We won't be here because it'll be released in the after Wednesday afternoon at some point. So... We won't be here, but just don't come look at the park, get some Gomez, get some Fireside. Ooh, Gomez. I had Fireside today with, with some pizza. Hadn't had it in a minute. Yeah, which, which one did you get again? Eli's. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Their pickled onions are the shit. He used to make it with rib tips. Ooh. And it was unbelievably good. Yeah, I would like that more than chicken, but the chicken was delectable. Chicken, cheaper than rib tips. Yeah. It's also, the, it's the it's the sauce and the, they use the dry rub. Yes, and that's... Dry rub goes a long way. It truly does. Uh, and it takes a while, if you know what I mean. Um, come on. <laughs> there, hold on. There we go. Found it. Found the button. Uh, you know, we're we're gonna we're gonna we're just gonna launch right into it. You know who's found the hot button? We know it. It's Luis Castillo. Lulu is back, baby. Lulu tonight went eight full innings. I need to look at his box score. I got it pulled up here. Excellent. I mean, I'm just. So Man. Luis's totals for today. Okay, he went seven innings, three hits, three walks, seven or seven strikeouts. I like those numbers. That's nine Ks per nine. Those are fine numbers. Those are perfect. That's, you don't need anything. You know, nine Ks per nine, three hits. Dude, I love it. Here's an idea that you you would you would think that you would have thought about this earlier in the season with a lot of these pitchers, mainly one of them being Mr. Jeffrey Hoffman. You don't have to strike out everyone you face. No, not at all. I know it's a crazy idea. Keep that pitch count down. But there's like seven dudes behind you. Yeah. That can help out with that. Yeah, that's the whole purpose they're there. So you should just let that happen. I know it, man. And I think that maybe the mental issue with Luis was that he didn't trust that. Yeah, the fact that because he would go out and throw up a stinker and we'd be like, nine Ks. What the hell? Yeah, I know. But he wasn't. He was scared to throw a strike. He was scared of getting hit, even right. if that hit was a ground out to fucking shortstop. Right, and because of the philosophy of strike, you know, we are a, high, a team that likes to have a lot of strikeouts. Yeah, man. I mean, he low. I know ERA is is fickle, but like, yeah, the fact that his ERA doesn't. It still jumps off the page, but it doesn't jump, jump, jump. I mean, he started today at six four seven. Sure. And ended the day at five eight three. That's that's huge. And that's just remarkable. Keep, keep on plugging. It's three starts in a row where he's looked like Luis Castillo. Right. Not like, oh man, I think it's back, I think it's back. No, like dominant. He's back. He's dominated three starts in a row, and one of them he came back after a fucking rain delay. Yeah. Which 
Not like his we talked fault. About. Not his fault, but the fact that he even came back. A lot of pitchers, after four innings in a rain delay, they sit. Right, after, you know, being out for 35 minutes. Yeah. He was like, nah, I'm done. Yeah, I'm dude. over it. So Castillo came out, twirled a gym. Fucking old Bratch, dude. Bratch came out through an inning. Uh, scoreless, hitless, two Ks. Right. Sims came in, got the win. He pitched uh, an inning, one walk, one strikeout, scoreless, no hits. Hembry came in, and like we were talking about up top, I mean, that ghost runner at second base, he starts the inning off with two Ks. Yeah. Bloop single. Yep. Ghost runner on second. Yep. Uh, single turns into a double because uh, Casty was just gearing up. He wanted to end the game by gunning him at home. Right. And know? that's what that that is the big Nick energy that you want to see, but it can also come and bite you in the ass. Yeah. Hembry looked good, man. Hembry went out there. At point two, you know, two thirds of an inning, gave up that little bloopy hit. That bloopy hit, uh, it's a not an earned run because nope. the ghost runner scored two Ks. But coming out after throw, you know, second day in a row, throwing thirty-one pitches to start that appearance, he was throwing dots. Dude, ninety-six on the corner, right up, up and inside. Nothing. There's nothing anyone can do with that yeah. besides break their back. Yeah, he was throwing dots. Is dots a MLB the show terminology? It is throwing dots. Throwing dots. Yeah, dude, the guy's throwing dots. Or, oh. or your darts in Boston. Oh, darts. Throwing fucking dots. Dots. And, dude, I mean, it, we were talking to watching Hembry. We were like, I don't know who you put in right now. Sims was in the ninth. Yeah. TJ's not there. Right. And we were like, okay, ride it with Hembry, because Hembry, I think, is a guy that's on our roster in going into the rest of the season. Oh, 100%. He's definitely earned it. He has stood out as far as guys in that bullpen. Correct. And it's like, this is a shit or get off the pot situation, which we'll get into later when you pull up that statistic. But uh, the fact that Amir came in and just needed that one out has to be huge for him and his ego and the rest of the season nabbed him a save and got a strikeout needed one strikeout and he got it yep that's it his high leverage situation as it could be man yeah and then you know what and he he fucking did it i would have i did after what he has done this season i would have just been like literally anybody else Imagine, Except CNL Press. It's just such a, an incredible win for our bats to have been clicking the way that they have. I yep. mean, we went in there last night and it was a beefy win, driven by the sticks. Mm-hmm. And then to come in here and I mean, t- we got no hit through nine innings. Right. A no hitter. And then we just found a way. Which, when you're hot, you're hot. When you're hot, you're hot. When baby. you're hot, your red's hot. So and yeah, they dude. just found a way to get past it and. We just took two out of three to Milwaukee. I mean, we're twelve and three. Just some of these numbers, man. India's batting two fifty nine, Casty three fifty one, Stevenson right now getting very close to everyday reps is batting two sixty three, Votto, who we'll talk about, completely <sighs> on fire. He's he's up to two thirty one because he's been on a torrent run right now. Suarez, it's not like this is fun to brag about, but Suarez has raised his average to one seventy, huge, which is twenty five points. Where the hell? You know, 25 points. Is this it? My bad, dog. Oh, yeah. I swiped yours. <laughs> My bad, dog. No. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you're getting pieces like Farmer, who is out here batting 216, now, playing a lot. when did India move up to the top of the lineup? I want to say that it is a big enough sample to... Say that he is our leadoff hitter for hopefully the next four Cor- seasons. Correct. Yeah. Well, not. E- I mean, not even just that. I mean, overall. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think it's been at least 15 games. 
boys, we are. So it, since you put him in the leadoff spot, you've yeah. gone twelve and three. Yeah. And if you look at his last fifteen games, think about this: his last fifteen games, he's at forty nine abs. He's got seventeen hits, two two dingers, seven ribs, eleven walks. My app crashed, but he's batting three forty seven in those fifteen games. That's a long time. That's that's a good enough sample for me to say. Leave him. He. I mean, obviously, fifteen games. He's hot right now. It's not. Is it? It's not. Is it big enough to say, to to plan the rest of the franchise around and to to, to change? To, 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 what you know what I mean? But I'm I'm just I know saying. What you like, mean. Having him there is the spark plug for the rest of this. And dropping Gino and dropping Joey in the order shows you. I mean that you you are now not one through. Three, you're one through six. Yeah, man. Easily. Yeah, for sure. Oh, one man. through six with a shot to, you know, give up a dinger to a guy like Tucky. Exactly. Or a guy like Ty Steve. And you'll be one through seven when you get another human being back. Named Mike Mike Michael Moustakis. Mike Moustakis. Rehab start tonight in Louisville. Yep. Don't know how it went. Don't know. All that I care about is that he is back in a Cincinnati Reds uniform and up here and doing what he's supposed to do. Right. Because at this point, I think, yeah, he's just been hurt more than he's played for the Reds. Yeah, he's got to be Moose, man. We need that. Hadn't had a chance to really be Moose yet. Imagine if everything <laughs> oh, is gelling like this and he comes back and is like 90% of what he was two seasons ago. Correct. If 90% of what he was, he fucking hits... You know, the rest of the season, he hits 25 dingers. Yeah. 25 dingers, 65 ribs. Yeah, I know. And that is great. That- it's so, it's so crazy. It's so crazy looking at these standings, man. I mean, we're three games back, but we are two games back in the loss column. We have 31 losses, and the Cubbies and the Brewers tied for first are at 29, dude. God. It's not that much of a fucking swing. No, and it's what we thought this we thought this is what we thought this how this would shake out. Yeah. That is we just knew it was gonna be close. Yeah, last Thursday we were sitting on the fucking couch and bummed. here we are. Bummed ish. Not bummed. We had we had just swept St. Louis. Felt so good. we were high off that, but then two of three. I mean, that's where we bottomed out because it was of three, at home. and we bummed, and we had just we were bummed, and we had just lost that day because we lost two of three at home to Milwaukee, and then since then we have swept the Rockies in yeah. nice fashion, very nice to fashion. Handled them, took care of them. Yes, Joey is red fucking hot, unbelievably and, hot, and uh, you know we've taken the first two. We we took the series, we took the fucking series. I mean, let's sweep them, but we yep. said two out of three have to. Half taken care of. T- yeah. No, fuck a rubber game. Yeah. We won the series. We won the series, and oh my! I mean, if 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 we if we can sweep on the road, we just need to figure out home, which is insane to say Hard after to say how that. unbelievably hot we were at home to start the season. Because if I mean, what I, is that? I believe that's on here. If you take a look and see the home home road split whatever oh no it's not on here it'd have to be deeper but i know that we are like four games under at home five games under at home yeah that doesn't make sense no it doesn't so but we know that'll switch on because our bats are you know our bats are insane but other people's bats can be insane you know and speaking of other people's bats it's been stopped by the bullpen if you can you pull that yeah i'm doing that right now that is that is enough for me to say cool now we're trending in the right direction 
I don't think this is something that this is going to get figured out because the guys that we have up here aren't the they aren't scratch offs. They're pickups off the the trash heap, but they've been transformed. All right, so here are some uh, pitching stats. Uh, courtesy of our buddy Kyle Wavra over at Red's Riverfront Nation Facebook group. Great group. Wavra, baby, one of the best. Over the five-game win streak that we're, the Reds are on right now, yep. here's what the Reds' bullpen has done. 15 and a third innings pitched with two earned runs and 27 Ks. That's pretty filthy. That's really filthy. Let's see some of these other ones, man. There is that big stat. Here's Luis Castillo's last four starts. 23 and two-thirds innings pitched with six earned runs and 22 Ks. That's over four starts, baby. That's nice. That's about mm-hmm. a that's a little over a seven-inning average. Yeah, with two runs given up in there. That is quite Press nice. Start. Keeping on coming, keeping on coming. coming. Do, do, do. This is such a great group, man. It is fantastic. The Reds are first in Major League Baseball with 11 10-plus run games this season. Dodgers and Red Sox are tied at eight for second. Okay, here's the Reds' numbers in June. So we're sitting here looking at June. It's kind of late in the game. It's June 16th right now, right? Yeah. We're more than two weeks into this fucking month. And in in June, the Reds' pitching, so this is starting pitching, second in the MLB in ERA at 2.63, second in the MLB in opponents' average at 200, first in the MLB in home runs allowed. The Reds have given up four home runs in June. Four home runs in June. That's a, you're going to win a lot of games. And then the opposite, opposition slugging percentage in the month of June is first in Major League Baseball at 287. Yeah. So no one's hitting us. Nobody. No one's hitting us. And, that, and this was the Achilles heel. It was just this problem. And here's the difference. You don't have Noe Ramirez. You don't have CNL Perez up there anymore. Nope. You don't have guys who were just high, high velocity, high spin rate, control issues. These are guys who have played for a lot of major league teams. Like Brad Brock has played for I want to say like at least 12 major league teams, yeah, something yeah, along those full lines. Full blown journeyman. Heath Henry same way. Journeyman who have come in and be like maybe this is the last stop. I don't know. I got to perform. So it is shit or get off the pot and knowing that the, that that bullpen was in that situation, they have performed and DJ went in, made his couple tweaks and it's worked. Yeah. As bad as it went at the beginning of the year, I think that he just knew he needed dudes. How about the correlation in time between when DJ goes out and falls on the sword when asked about Luis and says, I failed him. I messed up. I failed him. And he fully took the fl- the fault. Yep. And then the next three starts, Luis has been, looked like Luis. Yep. I'm not. That's, you know, that's, that's pointing, you know, connecting dots. Sure. But just knowing the player coach relationship and just knowing that with Luis it was like a weird head mental thing. Yeah. You know, DJ going to bat like that really might have helped him out. That is all that is all mental, which is what he talked about. Sorry, I just wanted to move it on to here because I was tired of holding it. Because I've been holding a mic stand on a microphone all night. Oh man, that is nice, huh? Right, isn't it? No, I mean that's the thing, is like that was the that was the thing that got the mental thing going, just like Having someone got your having someone get get your back like that that always feels good, but it, and it's extremely motivating. Right, that's the most motivating thing that you could have, not as just like an athlete, but as a performer. Yeah, as an employee, is when someone straight up says like, "No, no, no, no shut up, shut up. This is my fault. I take responsibility. I need to fix this." Yeah, 
And then you're like, what? No, it's my fault. And then it's like, just shut up. Just (laughs) shut the fuck up. Just shut up. Just shut up. And then he had to go out there and perform. There was no other option for him left after that. No. Because then they would just all fall back on Luis after that. Yeah, for sure. He gave him he gave him one more out. And it was himself. He gave him another shot, and it paid off, man. It's really nice. Huge. And then, I mean, it's, you know, Moose coming back in Louisville, you mentioned. Teammates with Hunter Green. Isn't that nice to say? Teammates with Hunter Green. Hunter Green moving on up to Louisville, baby. Triple A. Louisville side. That's quite exciting. I'm honestly shocked that he got the call. It, before Lodolo. Here's a conspiracy theory for you. Interesting. Are you ready? Lock me in. Strap in. They're going to call him up in September, even if the Reds are in it. Lodolo. Or not in it. It's Hunter. Agreed. They're going to call him up if the Reds are in it or not in it, no matter what, to try and put butts in the seats. Yeah. If we're out, it'll put butts in the seats. If we're in, it's, it's a you know it's a shot. Exactly. Well, it's a shot of excitement that people will come out and they will want to see history. Right. So, I mean, that was the same way in 19 when, when Senzel came up. The yeah. ballpark was full. Yeah. I mean, that. I, mean, I was it, there. And that's the bottom line for, a lot, for, for Bob right now. Yeah. Is just, and the Castellinis. It's just overall, the bot is just how much money are we making off of this? And looking out and seeing Tuesday night when I was there. Yeah. Empty. Yeah. 11,000 fans. Yeah, that's not good. And it's like, well, we're reopened. Why aren't they here? It's like, well, you got to get a little buzz. Winning is going to create that buzz when they get back. (laughs) Buzz is happening. Right. Buzz is happening, but it's just so exciting to see Green get the call because we both agree Lodolo will probably jump from double A to the league. Uh, So here's the thing. You can't do that with these COVID protocols. You have to go double to triple, triple to to the majors with the protocols. Is it dumb? 100%. If they're vaccinated, whatever. Send them up. Let them fucking pitch. Who cares? If they're ready, they're ready. What a colossal pain in the ass. Right. And after Hunter Green's last start, I'm kind of shocked that they called him up. But It was the only time he got touched up. Right. And there's a good chance that those kids were prepping for 48 hours with a 110-mile-per-hour pitching <laughs> machine because it was their World Series. Yeah. You know? Not to say that, I mean, Major League, if, if a AAA team can line them up, then a Major League team certainly can. Sure. But I'm still just super hyped on the Hunter Green Trail train, especially considering that Vlad Gutierrez is fucking Murdering. killing it for us. And Tony Santian came up and looked great. He looked solid. Solid. Great, great, strong. But, like, he certainly didn't lose us the game. We won the game. Yeah. Went three and a third, got in a jam, and, and he got pulled. And yeah. then they just let him have a bullpen day because the Reds were already up by, like, a million at that point. It was it was right. He didn't. He got a little jammed up, but it was. It, I was pleased with his stuff. Sure. Five Ks. I was, too. Yeah. I was five Ks. I liked his. I liked his style. I liked his demeanor. Yeah, and maybe he makes another start. Maybe he doesn't. And it makes you feel more comfortable having telling Sonny to take his time. Yeah, you could let him sleep. Yeah, you can let him really actually get healthy. Exactly. And if you let him get healthy, that helps you down the stretch. And then, and then what, that gets you back like what we were we were talking about with Luis, where we're like we're missing our ace. And we let Lu- oh Luis showing up is like we traded for Scherzer exactly, and then Sonny coming back it's all it's <coughs> it's the same situation with Miley being what we got picked him up for and Mally and Mally, and now Gutierrez dude That's, I mean it's a strong five we yep. have T J coming back 
Which, yeah. Oh, man, how much of a boner killer was it when we teased TJ maybe getting announced, but what Bell was saying, I'll talk to you, is that he was was, going on the IL. with shoulder inflammation. That was such a cock tease. Sorry, I thought I saw, like, a shadow behind me. Oh, no, I got you And it was a flag. I just jumped like a scared little bitch. I got you, bub. Whew! Yeah, man, I mean, with TJ coming back with his shoulder, you know, that's a... It would be kind of wild to take the guy off the I.L. for shoulder inflammation and move him from the bullpen to the starting pitch. 100% agree. That's not a good move. No. It would be like bringing Mikey Biceps back and throwing him in the starting rotation. Exactly. I mean, right now, those stats I just rattled off, pitching ain't the issue. It will rear its ugly head at some point in the season, just like it does for every team, every bullpen, every... Guys have bad starts. Yeah. But... Starting pitching, I love the idea of Lulu back being Lulu. What you were just saying, Sunny Gray, Sunny Gray. We go Mally, Miley, and then that fifth is like Gutierrez, Santian, Santian, Green, Green. I mean, we, Lodolo. There's the fact options. that we can play with that fifth and be excited and like count on him, and it's not Hendricks. Right. We, I mean, then you go to the bullpen, and then you go Sims, Lorenzen, TJ, uh, fucking. Amir, if he can get his shit together. And recently, he has Hendrick. It's like it could be Hendrick Hembry. I'm not mad at it. Hendrick Hembry. It could be pretty formidable. It could be pretty solid. It could be with all of these pieces, Bratch. All of those tiny little guys who can go out and get you like 36 innings in a year. Right. And you know, and say when you've got when you have when you are at the deadline, you can go and get another one more bona fide bullpen piece and you go that's all we need yes because that's li- i mean and let's I'm fucking happy, ride and that's it and i'm happy there i'm done i'm i am very content with that yeah and that's enough to win this division do you want to put india at shortstop i do want to put india at shortstop when moose comes back yeah i put india at short i put moose back at second and i put gino at third gino is a third baseman no way around it. Yeah, Gino's a third baseman. I think Indy is versatile. He can play middle infield. Yeah. He can play it, you know, at a level just as high or higher than Farmer or whoever we're throwing out there. Right. Farmer isn't spectacular at shortstop. He no. is defensively average. He's a good at, baseball player. And maybe you could say below average. Yeah. But not by much. Good baseball player. He's just a solid guy who deserves to be on, who who is a bench piece. But yeah. oh, like seven dingers on the year. That's great. Yeah. I'm very excited for him. I'm not discrediting oh, what I'm he not, does. I'm, I'm not like defi- I'm with you on this. I want Indy at shortstop, too, because his bat is exciting, and he's yeah. fast as fuck. <laughs> he is super fast, And man. the flow is... Yeah, the flow is great, and he has a slick glove at second. And the way that the way that he moves to his right in the hole is... I mean, that's like, okay, I can see him having that range enough at shortstop. Oh, yeah. And with as much shifting as going on, does it really truly matter? No. If, if a ground ball is hit to Jonathan India to his left or to his right and it is three steps, I am 100% sure that he is competent yeah, enough to grab good. it and throw it. His range is good. So, it, again, is it another position that he hasn't played professionally? Sure, but he's a fucking rookie and he figured out how to play second in this short amount of time. That's everyone else. And the way that he is hitting out of the leadoff spot, it is too it is too good to l- get rid of. Yeah, man. You, so, I'm sorry, Farmer, but you're back to being... Laying everywhere else when you when you have the opportunity. Yeah, and, and then and that's then, not a bad thing. And then you look at our bench, and it's really just a lot of options of guys who could come in and just drop a tater on you. Speaking of you that, Naquin, Heineman, uh, 
the Punisher. Yeah. Uh, how about the? He had two very nice catches last night. Yeah. Going back into the left with some speed and then hitting the dinger. I mean, he crushed that ball. Smoke. That was like vintage Punisher September. Just absolutely smoked a hanging breaking pitch. Yeah. I mean, I would love to see the exit velo on that because I, it never. It was never like increasing in in height. It just it was a line drive, and it just eventually it fell out of the sky. Killed somebody, and that was an eighty-seven hanger outside. He just pushed. Yeah, man. So you see that? You see Heineman can knock the cover off the ball. We know Naquin can knock the cover off the ball. I mean, Heineman is just like a flash in the pan. Yeah, but I mean, he's a prospect. He can send him back down. He's a prospect with an option to yeah to go back down to Louisville. But like you know, it's a nice piece to be able to throw him in the eighth and be like. Try to hit this one out of the stadium. Please do. You know? <laughs> right. You know, like, strike out or hit a home run. Right. Do, do that. Be, be a three-true-come-outcome guy. Three-true-outcome guy, and I'm fine with that. Yeah, man, I'll play those odds. Baseball's just a numbers game, right? Absolutely. Have we heard anything about Senzel recently? I'm, I don't I'm know anything about now. Senzel, and I really don't know much about Mikey Biceps. Biceps should be back soon i know that he is rehabbing but he hasn't like made a rehab start or anything and just a quick uh senzel out until july 17th that's still a long time that's a month that's a month that's enough time to lose your job yeah (laughs) i yes it's enough time to lose your job he lost his job to fucking tyler naquit well i guess he was playing up the middle for there for a little bit right God, we've had a wild year, and it's not even like a third of the way done. Right. And then uh, Lorenz, and I'm just double-checking here. I'm just doing a quick a quick Google. I know he is close. I know that he has been rehabbing. God, that beard is bad. I forgot how bad it was this year. Does Lorenz have a beard? Oh, man, it is bad. That's like worse than Wade Miley's beard. Well, Wade Miley doesn't have a bad beard. It's just he looks interesting with it. Um, but yeah, I haven't. Uh, he's he was cleared to start throwing again May thirteenth a while ago. We've already talked about that. I mean, so April sixteenth, he was out two months. So we're past those two months. So it's gotta be, it's gotta be close. Yeah. God, I don't. Anyway, but when you get him back, that's almost like trading trading for another. That's almost like trading for another bullpen. And, piece. T- and TJ's like the. Minimum, right? He went on 10-day? Yeah. It's not, like, real bad. No, it's just he's sore. Knock on wood. He's sore from fucking carrying the whole fucking bullpen. <laughs> yeah, that's what Waver said. They were like, oh, they, someone, he's like, uh, uh, Antone to the 10-day IL. He was, and then uh, Waver said, yeah, sprain back from carrying this team. Yeah, yeah, I saw that comment. And I was like, that's perfect. So Just I, exciting to watch. We're doing it with one game, two games against the Rockies. We... Dropped five bombs, and then the next day we scored eleven runs without hitting a single home run. Which, which that was most encouraging. Ooh, I something I missed on the Riverfront group. If you could try to pull up, is Joey since his return, dude. Joey's we, numbers are gaudy, man. We'll get into that, and then we will get into uh, what we have coming up this weekend, and kind of want to see um, where we're at with starting wise. So. Reds, Riverfront. Here we go. Yeah, because this is super fucking awesome to see, and it brings nothing but hope and joy to my heart. Um, one thousand um, percent. Here we go. 
So, since Joey has come off the IL in the last seven games, not including this evening, he's hit, he's got, here's his slash line, 280, 400, 640, 1.040. So that's, yeah, 280 average, 400 on base percentage, 640 slugging, and an OPS of 1.040 with three homers, 12 ribs, six runs, and five walks. 12 ribs. 12 ribbies is, is, is like games. it's problematic. Three dingers in seven games. He's dangerous. He is exactly what he's he wanted to be. He's being dangerous again, man. I mean, he's doing it, but he's doing everything. He's standing up straight and, and fucking Smoking tagging it. the ball out of the stadium. Classic left-handed golfed one into the you know second deck up there last night. Oh, yeah, and that was a clear ball. That oh, was... yeah. I mean, he yanked it out of there. <sighs> yanked it out of there, and then he's also, you know, hitting for average, and he's had a couple ribbies on singles, and, yep. uh, you know, he's just like Joey always has. Yep. Puts the ball in play. Last night, he had a, a, an RBI on a ground out. Right. Just put it in play. Try to make anything happen. Winker and Castellanos are going to be on base if they haven't already jogged around him. Right, because he's hitting fifth in the lineup. Indio will be standing there. Yep. Stevenson might be standing out there. Sure. Dude, that's another thing. We sing his praises all the time, and it's like you look at his numbers. They don't leap off the page, but some of them do. Stevenson, man, the fact that this is his first, not even every day. Right, just every... well With well, Votto being, being down, back. he played a lot of first base, which Correct. gave him a lot of cuts, which is makes the 263 all the more impressive. Correct. Because he's hit, he's slugging too, and he's, he's just, yeah, just good at bats. Very good at I'm bats. I'm so geeked on Ty Steve. And we've also, I mean, the five home runs, and one of them from Tyler Stevenson, and it was just a beautiful hack. Yes. And I, I wrote on the board, and I'm very unbelievably proud that I came up with this from that game that night. Five dinger, uh, five dinger, death punch. Five dinger, death punch. Which, An ode to some new metal. Terrible band. Yeah, but do sell out Riverbend every time they come. Every time. I've driven a couple Uber nights. Oh, for God. five finger death punch people. Wow! Did you did they spell monster in your car? Yeah, it was wild. They didn't love my best of John Denver CD <laughs> that I had. <laughs> Damn, dude. So Are you sure? We're coming up uh, Wednesday tomorrow. We're playing. We're at Milwaukee again for the last game of that series. Let's fucking going for the get sweep, it. and we've got Mally on the mound. And we are facing um, Mr. Peralta. Again. Again. These are all the guys that we want to face again. Do you kind of feel like you want, like that you wanted at one point to see in these two series, three series so far, see Corbin, Corbin Burns, yeah. see Brandon Woodruff go against the best? Yeah, I would like to have seen one of them. Especially, I would love to be going up against Corbin Burns tomorrow. I would have loved that. Wouldn't that be fun? Because he, they want to win more than anything. They don't want to get swept. You'd yep. see the best of that guy. Yep. I, I, I would prefer that the Reds fuck up uh, Woodruff because I have Corbin Burns on my fantasy team. So There you go. There you go. That's, Beautiful. That, that would be the, the, the Venn diagram there. That would make me very happy. But <laughs> I would have liked to see them face one of them. And with that offense... I would have liked to see them face an elite. The last time they faced a true elite pitcher this season that I, that kind of comes off the top of the head, just thinking about it, is Shane Bieber. Yeah. When was the last time they saw they saw a shutdown, get him down, fucking bang up, ace? It's been Bieber. I think that's really... Who did we see? Maybe Bueller? Yeah, we saw Bueller. Yeah, because Bueller's on a crazy streak. Like, he hasn't taken a loss in like 19 starts or and, something. And we gave him one of those. Yeah. 
yeah. and gave him the one. Yeah, man. Well, we're gonna get it. We'll get to get a taste of it on Thursday. I think it's crazy that we're flying from Milwaukee to San Diego, no off day. That's insane. No travel day. So yeah. we're going. We've got a two ten game tomorrow in Milwaukee, and then I guess just what straight to the fucking airport. Airport, and then we play eight forty, which is an early game. That's in San Diego. That's a day game, pretty much. That's five forty start. That's crazy. Well, at least when they travel out there, they lo- they gain two hours. They yeah, they gain a couple hours, but even still, like eight forty p.m. San Diego start time is an early game. That's that's gonna feel like you know that's, that's wild. Yeah, and then who's the matchup in that uh, one? We've got Miley on the bump. Miley six and four with a two nine two ERA. Yeah, he only threw a no hitter this year. No, no, and then last his last start was my favorite start of the season. Because the third inning, he got the two-run lead yeah. against the Rockies, and then he came out and just gave it up. We're down 3-2. Yep. And then he just went out and just threw a complete, uh, what, he got into the seventh? Yeah, he got into the seventh. So he threw five innings yeah, of and shutout ball, two hits. Right, just bounce back. Mildly stud. And we get to go up. You want to see a stud? We got Musgrove. Oh, okay. We got Musgrove. He All is right. He is a foe. He is pretty fucking gnarly. So does that mean it's followed by uh, Paddock? Paddock. Uh, Paddock versus Santian, baby. Ooh! Just throw that kid into the fucking fire. No fucking. That's shit. That's a hell of a lineup to work through, man. Oh. Saturday we got our boy fucking Vlad. Is Vlad he g- is he gonna go out there and just stay hot against Darvish? No, against Lamette. Oh, is that his first start of the year? Yeah, I think so. Okay. And I like our odds in that one. Yeah, and then we see Darvish on Sunday. Against, uh... It would be TBD. Wait, would it be? Sonny's out. Because, right? I mean... Luis was today. Would it be Luis? Yeah. No, Luis, that would be three days rest. Three days, no. Shit. Wouldn't be Luis, it wouldn't be Miley, it wouldn't be... Vlad or Santian, I mean, it might... Who knows who it'll be? Bullpen day! For real, I don't know who it'll be. <sighs> oh, boy. I mean, with missing TJ, too. That could be a tough one. Maybe Hunter Green gets the call and he flies out to Dude, San Diego. fucking wild. That would be nuts. That's not going to happen. Call him up to AAA. Don't even let him get a start. Just be like, hey, we need you out here. We need quick. you against the best lineup in the league. Yeah. Oh, can you... And also, your first start is going to be a Petco. I love it. In a pitcher's park. Throw it in there, baby. God, that'd be great. That would I'm be excited great. to see him, man, especially after just seeing the utter shock and change that Vlad has brought to this team. Me too. Just it's big time, man. Maybe he that that's just the young injection of energy they all needed. Yeah. Maybe. And Joey missing some time, it it just I mean, it's clearly brought him back a little bit more focused. Yes. He knows what's up. Mm-hmm. He knows his age. Yes. He knows the diminishing numbers. He's fully aware of it. And he knows that this last season, like he he was chomping at the fucking bit to get back. Like, yep. he's the kind of guy, the reason why we love him is you can tell he takes it seriously and you can tell he really enjoys it. And I don't think that he has another, I don't want to say it this way, but depending on what happens for the rest of the season, but he looks around and he's like, man, this is some of the best talent I've had since I went to the playoffs when I started here. Right. Yeah. With, I mean, with with Moose, well, when he comes back, and with Castellanos, and the way that the him and Winker are hitting, yeah, and the way that the starters are start, he's just like, I, I don't know if I'm ever going to get another really real good chance at winning the division and going to the playoffs. I know, this is it. This this is it. Comes back focused, and he all he's seeing is. 
Casty and Winky still getting after it. Just destroying the fucking I mean, it's baseball. crazy. You can be like, yeah, Winker's kind of in a slump. He dropped his average to like 342. <laughs> love, right. seeing, love seeing Winker and Castellanos represented in that All-Star Game balloting coming out. And it's not That's even, a surprise. And it's not even close. I know. Well, Reds fans shell out. You got to realize we have like the third most popular social media accounts across all, all platforms. Yeah. Followers-wise. Really? Mm-hmm. That's an engagement. An engagement. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, I mean, that's that's super exciting to see. And what Winker said was awesome. He's like, I'm excited about the All-Star game. Whatever. It's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool personal achievement. But I want to see a playoff series in Cincinnati. That's what he wants to see. He was like, the playoff would be cool. It would mostly be, or the All-Star game would be cool. It would mostly be cool to represent Cincinnati. Great answer. And then follows it up with that. What I want to see is a fucking playoff series in Cincy. Yeah. He goes, and he goes, that's what I'm envisioning. That's what I wake think about every day when I wake up in the morning. Is, dude. I mean, it. I believe him. My fucker's batting 350. Yeah. He's a he's an all star game starter. Yeah. At the moment, with with no, I mean, with no clear rep, with anyone really nipping at their heels. No. That's so. That just else. makes me very excited. Their only threat to it, for, in my eyes, would be Cody Bellinger, and he's back on the IL. Love it. Love to see it. Damn, a juggernaut team like the Dodgers is suffering. Yeah, poor guys. What a bummer. Poor fucking guys. Oh, that's great shot. You could hit with the angel we bug. Poor guy. Oh, with your eight hundred million dollar wasto. It'd be pretty cool if Trevor Bauer was on our team right now. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Just shut the fuck. Shut the fuck up. I know. God damn, dude. I don't even. Dude, do do it'd be unbelievably gross. Yeah. Filth. <sighs> you know, if your aunt had balls, she'd be your uncle. No fucking shit. You know, you there's no sense it. of it. I love our team right now, man. Now, now let's just start targeting relievers that we can pick up. Let's yeah. just start thinking about it. Start looking around and think like, who would be the best fit? What yeah. would work in this pen? There's there's got to be a couple of them out there. And I'm excited. I'm not discrediting what they've done so far, but I, I, I don't trust it. I don't. Tr- I just don't. It's just not gonna happen. I mean, until they go this full month, and I know San Diego is gonna be tough. I'll be happy if they split in oh, San Diego. If we Diego. go two and two in San Diego, thrilled, come on. thrilled. Two and two would be wild. Beyond thrilled, and yeah. then come back home. Agreed. Done. Come back home against two. I just had it pulled up. Oh, I got it pulled up. I can pull it back up for you. Uh, coming back home. Here we go. Schedule. Okay. We're coming back. Oh, no. Do we have an off day Monday? Totes. Totally forgot about this. Monday, Tuesday in Milwaukee. Monday, Tuesday back in Milwaukee. I mean, sorry, Minnesota. Jeez Louise. Okay. I saw M-I-N, M-I-L up on top of each other, and it confused me. So, so we so we go from Wisconsin to San Diego, no travel day breaks, and then from San Diego to um, Minnesota. Minnesota. Which is totally bad scheduling. Yeah, that's really bad scheduling. What is that? But... So he, that's three, four, and three? Yeah. That's a 10-game run? Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean... Three, four, two. Three, four, and two. Two in Minnesota. Seven. Yeah, two so in Minnesota. So nine-game run. Nine-game run. Got got finally got that off day. Much needed after this long stretch. I mean, think about this. You've got two, three, six, nine, uh, uh, thirteen, fifth. That's a fifteen-game stretch with not a day, without a day off. That's a long time, especially when, as much as we're singing the praises right now, a quick way to make a, a, a you know. A bunch of good numbers in the bullpen go bad. It's just zero rest days. days. Exactly. 
and then you've got that day off and then you've got three at home four at home against philadelphia on monday you have a makeup game against uh four at home against the Braves. sorry i'm starting to fade uh and then that monday you have a 640 game against the phillies yeah and then two at home against the or three at home against the uh padres again against the Padres again. And then you follow that up on 4th of July weekend with a three spot against your Chicago Cubs. That is no schlub of a run coming up. Holy dick, you don't get a day off after that Wednesday until the day before the All-Star game. That's wild. As a fan, I love it. Oh, I'm all about it. But this is that chunk of the year. But also, as a fan, I'm not crazy about it. Not thrilled. <laughs> you but. know, especially with some of the, you know, some of our sore points. Right. But still, man, that's a, you know, if okay, so if you just look at those nine, where we go three in San Diego, or no, we go uh, four in San Diego, four in San Diego, two in Minnesota, two in Minnesota. If you can get if you can get to four and two, yeah. I am over the moon. Four and two. But if you get to three and three, killer. Great, great, great yeah, just job. Come back, just come back with a 500. Come back. Come back 500. If we could go two and four and still be over 500. We would. And you just need to maintain and stay above that knowing that the All-Star game break is this close. And next thing you know, we're going to be talking trade deadline. It would be super, super fun if we could just keep trending upward split or go three and one do something fucking wild you know yep. split split in san diego take both in minnesota yeah come back four and two you know beat up on the phillies break that home juju oh my god yeah, caught that one outside on the microphone <laughs> found a way yeah. off this wood that was pretty good thank you if we could uh you know make that cub series at the end of the month super Important. interesting if that would be fucking gigantic it'll be huge it would be fucking huge because then you have you have taken you have had two series against the the guys who are tied for first yeah shut them the fuck down i know man and just hopefully st louis keeps fading i've got so many more people like you know the kind of periphery reds fans texting me and hitting me up and like people are excited about it again it's the best red ran red wore a fucking reds hat to the to a show the other day what yeah Wore Reds hat. Talk, wow. Talked Reds with him. He wants to know, man. People are interested. It's fun. We it's gotta... so much better for the city when the Reds are good. And I can't. it's hard to even say that because I don't really even know really what it's like to live in Cincinnati while it's like, oh, shit, the Reds are good. And the ground's buzzing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I felt it a little bit because I'm sensitive to it. If, sure. If it's happening a little bit, I feel it because I am part of the reason why it's happening. Exactly, <laughs> you know? right? But, like, dude, it is so exciting to have just, you know, people that know, comics that know about the podcast that don't really give a fuck about baseball. Right. And then but they're, they're like, like, hey, so what's up with the Reds? And I hear they're playing pretty well. And then you go, just listen to the pod, listen, man. Yeah, it's, yeah, listen to the podcast. Don't the don't make eye contact with me. Yeah, 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 please, please, please. And you address me as Mr. Kimbrell. That's right. You know that. Everybody knows the rules around here. Yeah, where they, where they get smacked. Fact. Or I fuck their kid. Like that lady, well... <laughs> Thank God there's not a lot of parents in the scene. <laughs> Thank God. There's only a couple. I'm coming for them. No, you're not. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get them. So what are, you, uh, what are you most excited about? What am I most excited about? The, okay, like just paint your horniest picture for the Reds in the next 50 days. 
the next 50 days in the next three weeks that they make a trade for a reliever okay moose comes back healthy senzel comes back healthy and then you have a huge problem because you have everyone firing on all cylinders and you don't know what to do with the roster dude the lineup and the lineup of of just going around the field winker healthy senzel castellanos vado healthy moose india gino with a with a pitching Tucker. staff that's dealing and Tucker and Tyler switching off behind the plate is pretty nasty. It is gross. It's it is, pretty fucking nasty. It has become for, formidable yeah. for almost every every team that they could possibly face. Yes. There isn't anybody now that I am truly like, I'm thinking like, wow, we're, we're going to get blown out of the water. Like, I just need to see them. You, it'll be interesting to see them against... Um, San Diego. That's the that's going to be the barometer. It's going to be huge, man. That's your barometer. Take two out of two. Take th- take th- take go two th- out of two and don't get beat up. Don't fucking get swamped. Yeah, don't get beat up. Don't have don't have a position player out there with a seven with a football score up on the state. You know. Yeah. Don't do that. No crooked. Come out. Go out there and fucking compete. Two and two. But see, that's the thing, man. As hot as we are, three and one just seems attainable. I I agree with you. I agree with you, knowing that you're only that you're facing Joe Musgrove and you're facing you Darvish. Those are the one. Those are the those are the one and two where I'm like, okay, that's where I can see the split. But maybe Musgrove has a bad day. And remember when the Reds would beat up on Joe Musgrove? Yeah. When he was a in a Buccos uniform. Yeah. So it's not crazy that they remember how he hurls and they just smoke him too. Yeah. Or and, I and mean, then, we've 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 smoked Scherzer. We got, right. you know, it's like it, this This team can hit. I know. And this team has seen Darvish before. Yeah. They saw him last year and the year before and the year before that. Oh, man. What if? At least we're excited, dude. If, if they if they truly go three and one, I, I'm thrilled. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm not just thrilled. I'm like, okay, now we're talking about this being a legitimate playoff contender. Yeah. Then yeah, I think man. that tilts that tilts the scales. That now you after that if that happens you can say the Reds are good. And really all we can ask for as a fan and as host of this podcast is for a good 7 days in between recordings. That's it. I've said it a lot. And we had a fucking humdinger. We haven't lost since we recorded last. That's insane to think about. Yeah, the Reds haven't lost since the last time you listened to a new Nasty Boys. <sighs> Hopefully, unless you're listening to this after the game tomorrow and something went awry. Right. And I but hope, I predict sure a sweep in Buckoville. Oh! Let's sweep them. Dude, I, we're, up in, we're up, hot. Wait, in, in, uh, in the Friarland? Yeah, not Buckoville. Yeah. Friarland. In, in the land of Friar. Yeah, yeah. In the, in the Brewerville. Let's fucking do it and let's plug the fucking, let's plug what we got. We've Come on. We were doing this early for a reason. Yes. We have a show on Thursday at High Grain. Boys together. busy. Boys busy, but also Wednesday... What? Where do they have to be? They gotta be at the the Liberty Funny Bone. Yeah, yeah. dog. Yeah, they gotta be at the Liberty Funny Bone on Wednesday. See me and Rocky Dale Davis. Have to. And then uh, Indianapolis. Make the trip to drive to Indianapolis on Friday because me and Billy and friend of the pod Alex Shooby Dooby Doo. Where is he? He is with us coming to do the White Cabaret in Indianapolis. How fun! Yeah, I'm geeked for that one, man. And then we don't have anything Saturday or Sunday. Do you have get on the road Sunday? Sunday? I'm doing Giles' show. Oh, that's right. I'm going to go to that. Giles Chickering, Strange Man of the Universe, is hosting a live talk show 
at Chameleon on every Sunday. Every, every Sunday. Sunday at 6 o'clock. For at least the next six weeks. So definitely go check that out. Love Giles. I can't wait to see what he does. I'm very intrigued. He said Me he's and got... Phil and Ran are on it. So those are three pretty different personalities. And he said he's got a folding table and chairs for the stage. Yeah. And dude. I said, that's great. That's all you need. It's going to look fantastic. I can't wait. Very excited. Excuse me. Lots of fun ones, baby. Fun. 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 With Five Points Park, knocked it out tonight. It was good. Thank you. And then next week, I'm uh, in Florida. Oh, yeah. So where are you playing? Off the Hook? Off the Hook in, in Naples. 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 And then I'm in uh, Fort Lauderdale and Miami. I don't know exactly what the venues are, but I'm in those two places. Dude, I had a dream one time where I was doing comedy in Naples. And it, I'm not even doing a bit. What? I was, had a dream that I was doing comedy in Naples, and it turned very quickly into a sex dream. <laughs> it was wild so oh, have fun sense. down there i will i'm gonna have a, a group sex in naples for you yeah man the nate dude doing comedy down there it's gonna be i cannot wait for the stories coming back oh because you've you, i mean i've heard yours about panama so yeah but naples is like a little it's like kind of bougier it's super rich. It's I know that. It's super rich and bougie. It's going to be like an old, a lot of old heads, and you're going to have to work clean. And here's the trick. Just don't. Oh, I'm for sure not. Fuck Naples off the hook. Yeah. What are you going to do? Just regularly fly down to Florida for a feature weekend? Dude, I'm only doing one show there, and I'm hosting. Okay. So, so I'm yeah. doing 10 minutes, so I'm just going to do the best 10 minutes I have. I don't know which of the 50 minutes do I yeah, think right. that's the best 10. That right. fits. So I have to figure that out. Um, but anywho, anyway, like, yeah. Go in there, fuck working clean, dude. Just, I'm just tell those smoke. wasps. Yeah. Just smoke it. And here's the other thing. I talked to Giles about Naples during this time of year. The regulars, the people who live there are not there because it's half the year. They, they're, like, back up in, like, New England area, New oh, York. Yeah. And the other half is, like... People who live in Naples, and he's like, it's gonna be wild. Yeah. The reg- so I'm like, fuck oh, yeah, let's hell go. yeah, man. Flying down to Florida to do some jokes rules. I'm very excited. Flying Allegiant, so if I don't make it back, that means I crashed somewhere. It ain't your fault. It's not my fault. No. It is my fault for buying that ticket. Yes. But it would not be my fault because I'm not. No, man, it's gonna be fun, dude. Ricky's good, dude. You're Ricky's going down great. to Florida, you get away, you get to do some shows. It. I'm, I'm only a good thing. I'm going to Miami. Damn. I'm going to Little Havana, with, with or without him. I'm going there to get me a one of them Cuban burgers. Yeah. Then I'll have to send you a link. Ooh, that sounds it's like so a good. Certain Cuban's way. like my favorite sandwich. It's a great sandwich, but there's a certain burger. It's like on a certain bun that's only made in Cuba and Miami. And it has like this special sweet ketchup. I'm not a ketchup guy, but supposedly it's amazing. And yeah. it's like these crazy, crazy thin onion straws that are on it. It's a certain type of seasoning and way that they cook the burger. It's like cooked and it's like it's like seasoned and and like boiled in this like crazy Cuban Latin hot sauce. Like lock it in. Thrilled. Oh my God. Thrilled. All the fish you can eat. Get you some tuna steaks, some mahi-mahi. You're going to become a little shrimp. Call him Bubba Gump. Dude, I'm just going to walk around with a little cocktail glass full of marin, like fucking cocktail Cocktail sauce sauce. and tiger shrimp. Nothing better than cocktail sauce and shrimp. I've got... Spicy. Throw some... Make sure it's really horseradishy and just spicy. Open up your sinuses a little. Also, 
that's where I can get all the cheap all the cheap Hawaiian shirts because it'll be like a ten dollar bin. Boom. I'm loading the fuck up. Yeah, coming home with a whole new summer wardrobe. I'm gonna look tasty when I get back. I love it, man. You're gonna, you know, people are gonna walk up to you assuming that you're selling cocaine in Miami with these sunglasses. Oh yeah, with those sunglasses and your entire vibe right now. Yes, you are a coke dealer. <laughs> yeah. Might be a little too fat for my coke to be good. Yeah, well, or you're just a good coke dealer who doesn't dip into his own supply. That's a boring coke dealer. Yeah, man, but the best ones don't do it. That's very true. You got my six? I got your six. I was just looking. That's just a poll. All right. Love that, man. Let's get into some safety. Let's do it. Uh, Thank you to Sports Drink for having us on the network. Thank you to Locker Locker Room for being an app. And thank you for listening. We genuinely appreciate it. So, and as always, go Red Legs. Stay nasty. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.